Well, welcome back to the Latin Prayer Podcast on this Feast of the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Feast of St. John the Baptist. I don't really have a plan for this episode other than just to give you guys an update on what's been going on in my life and uh, specifically with regards to my family, my health challenges, and God's amazing glory and His will for our lives. So with that, let's just kind of dive in. I am, if you're joining us for the very first time, my name is Dylan Drago. I live in British Columbia, Canada, and I am a husband and father. I've been married to my beautiful wife since 2008, and she's a stay-at-home mom. She is really an incredible source of strength in my life. We have four lovely children, uh, Maximilian, Fulton, Benedict, and Gemma, three boys and a girl. Max is nine, Fulton just turned seven today, in fact, Ben is five, and Gemma is two. And yes, uh, they have amazing uh, patron saints, St. Maximilian Colby, Venerable Fulton Sheen, St. Benedict of Nursia, and St. Gemma Galgani. So the last, I guess, six months have been rather difficult with family life and health. Family life, I've been um, kind of just burning the candle at both ends, running a business, um, you know, full-time for the last 10 years or so. And uh, being the sole provider for the family, you kind of tend to take things a little bit more seriously just because it really counts if, you know, you, you don't have a paycheck coming in and it does make a difference when you have four mouths to feed, five mouths to feed. And uh, maybe I pushed a little bit too hard. That coupled with severe fatigue and sleep deprivation and not taking those things seriously, not actually... Uh, you know, actually dealing with the issues at hand and thinking that I'm strong enough to just kind of keep going. It's not, it's not been a good thing. I'll admit it. I have uh, mistreated my body very, very uh, badly. And so all of that kind of came to a screeching halt when I started to develop panic attacks and anxiety over the most ridiculous, insignificant Some of them serious, but, well, it just started and it kind of got out of control. So most of the panic attacks seemed to be related around the sleep and health of my children. My my go-to solution for most of these things has always been to come up with a game plan and to tackle it head on. You know, running a business that's kind of that's just ingrained in you what you do. You discover a problem, you get a piece of paper, you address the problem, you identify it, you come up with solutions, you have a backup plan for everything, and you just kind of go. But when it started to surface around the health of my children, I didn't really have backup plans. I felt like there was no recourse to anything else, and I was completely out of control. I I didn't have control over the situation, and I had to kind of just leave it in God's hands, which is interesting, because you can say that, until you're finally experiencing it. It's easy to say, and then when you start experiencing it, you have to actually do it. It does take some, I don't know how to say this, it's like working on a muscle. You know, you're weak at first, and you really have to strengthen it over time, and that's what I was finding. So I started to do that, but things didn't get better. They started to get progressively worse, and I didn't realize it at the time, but it had a lot to do with my physiology. So about three weeks ago, I started having vertigo. And for those of you that don't, that don't know what vertigo is, it's, you know, things start spinning, things look like they're off balance, and in its extreme form, you could, you know, end up on your 
uh, on the floor on your back and you can't keep your eyes open because everything's spinning so much. Thanks be to God, that was not my experience. I, I wasn't having severe vertigo. But it was surfacing to the point that as soon as I would have one of these episodes, immediately it would be followed by severe anxiety and panic. To a, a, on, on a couple of occasions where I thought I was actually dying, it was so bad that I just, I was freaking out for, didn't really have a very specific reason, but I was freaking out and I could feel my heart racing and my chest was tight and a whole bunch of different things were going on. So I have a great doctor. Thanks be to God. God put a, an amazing doctor in my life and uh, he saw me on very short notice and he was able to send me for some blood work. Blood work came back for the most part normal and then he sent me for a CT scan which I had just this past week and again the last two weeks have just been waiting for the CT scan and waiting for the results and I've been an absolute mess. The saving grace is I've, I've been running to the Adoration Chapel uh, more times than I can count and it's just been hours and hours in adoration of completely abandoning myself, my health, to God's will. Saying novenas to our Blessed Mother, and saying novenas to St. Joseph, and just giving everything to the Holy Family, giving absolutely everything that I've got, everything in my life, and surrendering it totally, and understanding that my yes to God, my fiat, needs to be total and complete. And it was only when I reached that point of coming to terms with memento mori, you know, remember your death. Remember that today might be my last day and being completely okay with all the all of the repercussions of that. That's when things finally started to turn around. That's when God's peace stepped into my life. Shortly after I got my CT scan results, Thanks be to God, again, I have no tumors. I do, however, have a cyst in my pituitary gland, which seems to be normal if you've dealt with trauma or severe stress in the past, which I have. And even though it isn't a serious thing, it does have some impact on our physiology. So the, pitu the pituitary gland actually controls, it's a, uh, the, the part that controls the majority of your hormone function. And we're going back for more tests to see that I might be deficient in a whole bunch of different things hormonally, which could be causing all of these extra things. My vertigo seems to be the cause of a couple of pinched nerves in my uh, upper cervical spine and I've been working with the chiropractor. Again, amazing relationships that God has put into my life. I've been working with a registered massage therapist who's been able to release a lot of that stuff. And things are slowly turning around. They're not perfect. All that to say, I have had a very rude awakening and come to the realization, even though I knew this before, that my body is finite. There is a, this in this, you know, temporal nature of our body, there's only so much that it can handle. And if we mistreat these temples of the Holy Spirit, there are going to be repercussions. And so... I've needed to take a step back and look at my business, look at external relationships and things that I was doing, stressful situations that I was putting myself in unnecessarily, and I need to find another way out. Hence, the podcast. And so, this brings me joy. This brings me closer to what I love to do, which is to serve our Lord and serve the church. And everything in our life should be working towards that transforming union with Christ. Everything. And God has been constantly nudging me and pushing me in this direction to explore this further, and so I'm going to continue to do it. 
even if, if all it does is it allows me to take a little bit less time in other stressful areas like my business or a little bit less time in other stressful areas, that's all it does. If it takes a little bit of stress off my life, then it's worth it. If it allows me to ask for prayers, and by the way, please pray. The power of prayer is amazing. Please pray for all of the members, all the listeners of the Latin Prayer Podcast, but especially please pray for me, my family, my children, uh, the health of my wife, the sleep of my children. You know, actually, just interestingly, um, being sleep-deprived and fatigue has a lot to do with my children's sleeping situation, and I ignored this for a very long time, and finally I just said, you know, i got to deal with this, and so I'm going to give it to St. Joseph, because we got a a statue of sleeping St. Joseph. A friend of mine recommended that, you know, you need to give this to him. You need to... He... uh, God spoke to him in his sleep. He is the master of sleep. He has total and, you know, pure confidence in uh, God's sovereignty over, uh, over our lives, and so give it to him. And so we started doing this. I started doing this, praying to sleeping St. Joseph, and you wouldn't believe it. The one child that has been having night terrors and been waking up three, four, five times a night and, you know, having to come to me this entire time, our Lord and St. Joseph took it and they dealt with it to the point where now he wakes up once a night to go to the bathroom and then he goes back to bed. No more night terrors. It's amazing the power of prayer. Giving it to our Blessed Mother. You know, saying the Memorare nine times as a novena to our Blessed Mother to storm heaven with prayers for all of these different things, whether it's my health concerns, just giving it all to the Holy Family and trusting that God's will is, in fact, the best thing for our life. It's so transformative. It's just changed everything over the last two weeks. It's not been without fear. The fear exists, but we don't need to deny it. We don't need to suppress it. We can accept that there is fear in us and we can still walk forward with our eyes on our Lord. We can still stare at his sacred heart and that burning flame, that light leading us and guiding us forward. We can still walk forward with the star of the sea, our blessed mother, the North Star that brings us to Christ. We can still move through this ocean of tumultuous waves. You can look at all of those things and it'll instill fear in you, but you can still keep moving forward. And that's the goal is that we're going to continue to move forward towards that transforming union with our Lord. So these last, you know, three weeks, last six months, last two years have been really rough, but it doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. What matters is that we continue to move forward with our eyes on Christ, especially today on the feast of the sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have to celebrate for the victory, the overturning of Roe v. Wade in North America and United States. You know, it doesn't really affect us so much here in Canada, but it will trickle down. It will have its effect and God's mighty arm, his might will be made known. It will be made manifest. Right? There's only so much that he's willing to put up with. And then finally, he'll let the hammer fall. And our Blessed Mother said her immaculate heart will triumph. And this is why we need to continue to pray. So please, continue to pray. Pray. Pray the rosary every day. Offer it to the sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ for the conversion of sinners, for your own intentions, for your family, for the sanctification of your, your spouse and your children. You know, do this every day. Give it totally to God and and rest in knowing that His will is the perfect thing for your life, for my life. I want to thank you so much for being on this journey with me and um, continuing to pray for me and my family, to pray for the podcast, to pray for all of the other listeners of the podcast. 
know that I'm praying for you and your family and your intentions also. Thank you again. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Spotify, wherever you're listening. If you like the content, please leave a a review. Uh, I would really appreciate it. And then if you're in a financial position to do so, in addition to your prayers, check us out on Patreon. We now have two uh, patrons. Thank both of you so much. Know that I am praying for you every day. God love you. Have a wonderful day and happy Feast of the Sacred Heart and happy Feast of St. John, uh, John the Baptist. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us.